This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations, food for all occasions, and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Kate Stevenson here. So this, of course, is the podcast version of Relish, a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This week, the Australian co-founder of an international tequila brand, how it all started for a trio of mates and how we should be drinking the stuff. But don't worry, there's no snobbery there. Although Jimmy Sherry does point out you can do much more with it than make a margarita. Plus, the local chef who's just taken on his second winery, Paul Cooper, has already set the Yarra Valley alight with Beyond Shea Bistro and Winery, and now he's taking on the iconic Ferguson. And of course, there'll be plenty of food news and dining tips from me this week in food. It's a special Father's Day edition, so you can get organised for next weekend. All that is coming up thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP. It started with a key. Relax. On the Mornington Peninsula's Easy Music, 3MP. Many ladies in my ear and in my eyes. Easy and relaxing favourites. Thirteen seventy-seven AM and Stereo DAB. The Mornington Peninsula's Easy Music. 3MP. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, there's no doubt we've seen a craft spirit revolution over the last few years in Australia. You've probably tried more gin than you ever thought you would, and you might have dabbled in whiskey, but have you embraced tequila? Perhaps one reason why you might not have is that it's a little bit harder to bottle this stuff. Like champagne or cognac, tequila must be produced in one of five regions in Mexico. So how did a couple of Australians and a Canadian end up launching Tequila Tromba? Jimmy Sherry is one of those Aussies, so he should know. Jimmy, good morning. Good morning, Kate. All right. I know it's a massive story, but how did it all start for you? Um, Yeah, the short version is uh, three mates got together in Mexico uh, back in 2005, uh, decided that after falling in love with, you know, the tequila drinking experience in Mexico decided to create something that they could bring back to their own homes like Melbourne, in my case, and Eric's uh, from Toronto um, and bring something back to those cities to teach people about what an awesome tequila drinking experience can be. Now, that's just an idea and it didn't go anywhere until we partnered up with uh, Marco and Rodrigo, our, our Mexican business partners and our, and our production family. They're the guys who are actually you know, um, story professionals in Mexico, particularly Marco, has got over 40 years worth of experience in the industry and has forgotten more about tequila than I'll ever know. <laughs> and, and it's their and it's their sort of passion and talent as as tequila craftsmen that took an idea for what Tromba was into uh, what Tromba is is now, which is a leading um craft tequila brand not only here in Australia but uh, worldwide well yeah and that's right and and so in terms of um the family over there the Sedano family you know what do they do how, how do you make tequila I know it's made from agave is that right yeah so um it's specifically made from the blue Weber agave there are over 208 documented species of agave but you're only allowed to make tequila from one variety and from um the specific demarcated region you already mentioned so this plant that takes over eight years to grow um, is is uh, it's a it's a succulent and, and what it has is um, 
it, uh, at the base of its sort of spiky uh, pronged exterior, it has uh, the heart of the agave plant, which is harvested. That is then um, steamed baked eff effectively to uh, release all the sugars in the agave plant, yeah. um, which goes into a, a crushing uh, milling process to release those sugars. Um, the liquid that is collected uh, through that process is then fermented and, and then distilled uh, into, into what becomes tequila. And so we see on the shelf um, really what I guess to us appear to be different coloured tequilas. So you see the Blanco, the clear one, the Reposado, and, and probably not as much the Añejo. What is the, the difference in those? Well, I'm glad you mentioned the colour because uh, for, for so much of the tequila, um, so much of what is produced in tequila is something called mixto. It's, like, it's actually coloured by food colourings um, and the like. So just because something has like a, a dark tinge to it doesn't necessarily mean it's of a high quality. Yeah. Now, what we worry about when we talk about tequila is, is the 100% agave category, which yeah has um, four different varieties. You have uh, Blanco, which is unaged. Um, you have um, Reposado, which means rested, which is aged uh, from anywhere between two months to, to, to a year. Then you have Añejo, which is aged one to three years, and then you have anything beyond that you call extra Añejo. Um, why I mentioned the difference between the 100% agave and the mixto variety, whilst the, the mixto variety is coloured by um, additives, the 100% the agave category is only, um, the, the colour that those Reposado Añejo, extra Añejo tequilas get only comes from the barrel itself. Yeah. That's particularly the case with Trombo. We never put any additives in our tequila. What it is is, as it says on the label, it's 100% agave and the only um, sort of manipulation of that spirit comes through the interaction with the white oak uh, barrels that we, we put the liquid in. Now, James, I mentioned earlier we have seen a craft spirit revolution in Australia. So are people embracing tequila yet? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's been a long road since we started our brand back in 2010 to where we are now where uh, tequila is definitely uh, becoming uh, more and more part of the drinking culture here in Australia. It's it's always had a very strong following in uh, in the US, which you know, I've spent a lot of time in the US uh, on behalf of Trumba as well. Um, but the general acceptance for tequila has come a long way since we started. So can we, you said a drinking culture, and I think when people think culture and tequila, one thing comes to mind and that's shots. You know, yeah. I don't think that's how we're meant to drink it, is it? How, how do we drink tequila? What what should we be doing? Well, when we started out, we were very much encouraging people, no, this is a, a, a you know, handcraft spirit, this is for sipping, this is for appreciating and all that sort of stuff. But I, I would... I would I've sort of evolved over time, which is, I would say, whatever, you know, whatever your method of, of drinking, if whatever you enjoy is, um, is what you, what you should be doing. Now, when I say it's evolved in the drinking culture over time, that's mainly down to, um, the, the Mexican food and drink culture that's exploded, um, not only, um, here in Australia, but, but worldwide. Mm. Um, and what goes hand in hand with that are, uh, tequila or agave spirit uh, cocktails. So the the embracing of of the margarita as 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 a cocktail, like getting people to drink margaritas ten years ago, was a very very difficult thing. Yeah. Usually because they were made with substandard tequila. Um, but um, definitely, I would say that uh, the the drinking culture is tied in with the food culture, tied in with the cocktail culture, and 
um, you know, what, what we've seen over time is, is an absolute explosion in interest in agave spirits as a result. Oh, I am obsessed with mezcal as well. All right, so we know Absolutely. we can sip it. When it's good tequila, we can sip it and it is beautiful to drink. We all know the margarita. Give me one other cocktail we can try with tequila in it. Um, so I'm a big fan of the Paloma cocktail. So you don't really find many um, margaritas in you know um, places like Guadalajara, which is where our global headquarters basically is. And um, But what you do find are these cantina-style highball drinks um, the most popular, which is definitely the Paloma, which is a simple mix of uh, tequila, lime juice, grapefruit soda, and salt. Ooh. And you just sort of serve that um, in a highball glass and you can sip on that kind of cocktail all day. I've reached the point in my tequila drinking career where I can have about one margarita a month uh, <laughs> because I just look at a margarita and I get heartburn. Um, but um, the, the Paloma cocktail is something you can certainly drink uh, all day. It's definitely more of a more of a sessionable, uh, like I said, cantina-style drink. Oh, you've just blown me away twice over in that drink and in the fact that there is such a thing as a tequila drinking career. Jimmy Sherry, I am <laughs> suitably inspired to embrace tequila and the Paloma. Thank you for your time today. Thanks a lot, Kate. James Sherry, co-founder of Tequila Tromba. You can find Tequila Tromba in Dan Murphy's stores nationally or just buy online tequilatromba.com.au. Stick around. Coming up, the local chef who's just added another Yarra Valley winery to his arsenal. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel, thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. And Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, Paul Cooper is already known to people in the Yarra Valley and who love to visit the Yarra Valley as the man behind the menu at the gorgeous Beyond Shea Bistro and Winery. Well, he and wife Jacqueline have just taken on another. They are now also running Ferguson Winery and they're giving the salad door and dining room menus some Italian flair. He joins me now, Paul Cooper. Good morning. Good morning. Gee whiz, a bold move in a tough year, Paul. Why Ferguson? Uh, look, the, the venue itself is just stunning. We're a little in, in up in the air about whether or not we should do it, but the, the venue is just so spectacular. We would have been fools not to, uh, not to chase this opportunity. And isn't it funny? We know we're all going to come out of this one day and it's the people who are there and ready to accept people and we're all going to be so keen to get out that you'll be in the, the driver's seat there. When you're designing a menu, how much of what you do takes the Ferguson Wines into account? What are you doing there food-wise? Uh, so food-wise, the main dining room will be strictly uh, Italian-esque. Um, now, we're not just going to be running with Ferguson wines. We're going to have a, a, an Italian feel to the wine list as well. So we will get some imported wines. But the food will be particularly aimed at the Ferguson wines, suited to the Ferguson wines, because it only makes sense to, to serve food that suits the wines. So I know that um, you guys are probably doing some hampers and things now, but if we're looking forward to sort of in the next sort of few weeks, can you give us an idea of a couple of things that might be on the menu? Uh, we're doing a lot of handmade pastas at the moment, so everything will be based around doing it yourself and local produce and seasonal produce. So, so one of the one of the slogans that I I thought up the other day: pasta is a, a vessel to carry the flavors of the season. I think that that captures what we're trying to do with 
Ferguson and, and particularly with the uh, the food there at Ferguson. Yeah, you're spot on. It's a flavoured delivery mechanism, isn't it? Um, how are the locals loving it too? Because I know, you know, people in the Yarra Valley, I mean, they're spoiled there. Do they do they love that you're, you're there and doing something new? They're very excited because the previous owner at Ferguson had been there for, oh, we're talking 40 years um, more than 40 years. So so it really is an icon of the Yarra Valley and they're, they're very excited to see uh, some changes happening, some new things coming in, some fresh ideas. It, it's truly a um, an icon of the Yarra Valley and, and people are taking on to that really well and really, really giving us a lot of support. It's been amazing. All right, I love it. And thank you, you know, for us, you know, having somewhere new to try when we can get back out there. It's a wonderful thing. I know you'll be desperate to welcome people back to the Yarra Valley. We'll encourage people as we approach spring and summer to keep stunning Ferguson in mind when we get back to that part of Victoria. Paul Cooper, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Paul Cooper, owner and chef at Beyonce in the Yarra Valley and now the beautiful Ferguson Winery. Head to Ferguson Winery with a double S dot com dot au. Stick around. This Week in Food is next. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Diamond Celebrations. Food for all occasions. And Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish. It's time to share some food, news and dining tips this week in food. And this week, I reckon it's good timing for a Father's Day special. You've got one week to organise something for dear old dad. So what's he into? For the booze hound, how about a nice tipple? We spoke a couple of weeks ago about the new Starwood Unexpeated. Four Pillars just brought out a brand new Shiraz gin and this one's a collaboration with Yarra Yering. It's called the Bloody Underhill Shiraz Gin. Of course, you could grab him a bottle of tequila tromba and a cocktail-making kit so he can mix his own Palomas. Thanks, Jimmy Sherry, for that. Or how about a Father's Day grappa gift box from Victorian winery Pietro Gaulis Estate. Each box contains the best of traditional flavours with a grappa di prosecco and a delicious coffee-infused grappa al café, plus some chocolate-dipped dehydrated oranges and the team will handwrite a message for you. Head to the website for that one. Does Dad like to eat? Well, of course, there are plenty of finish-at-home meals you can shout him. I've ordered a hamper from Rochford Winery for mine. Shh, it's a secret. They've got a special Father's Day feast for four with antipasto platter, smoked, slow-cooked cape, grim beef and more. Or packs for two if it's just mum and dad at home. Other businesses putting on Father's Day specials include Burn City Smokers with a fabulous barbecue meal pack, Mr Bianco in Q with a meal box for two, the Independent in Gembrook, who are doing a phenomenal looking feast, including lamb shoulder and smoked maple carrots. At Crown, Nobu is offering a deluxe sashimi platter for four, and you can order all the way through to 5 pm next Saturday. And Bistro Guillaume is doing a boeuf en croûte. I can't say it. A beef Wellington with classic parish mash, which will serve four and is available for pickup and delivery on Saturday and Sunday. And finally, for the sweet tooth, here are some ideas. Jonathan Camilleri is the Le Cordon Bleu trained pastry chef behind Patisserie by JC. And after working in Rome, Milan and London, he's been running an online pastry delivery service since lockdown, as well as delivering his gorgeous fresh French treats within 15 k's of the city. You can pick them up from Abbotsford as well. Now head to patisseriebyjc.com and whatever you do, 
try their insane chocolate tarts and the salted caramel eclair. For the gluten-free dads, you can check out the brilliant savoury and sweet options at Glazed Gluten-Free. They're doing some of the best gluten-free bakery products I've tasted anywhere. For the health-conscious dads, you could check out what guilt-free desserts Christy Tarnia is doing next work at Glace Dessert Artisanal. And given next Saturday is International Bacon Day, you can get the best of both worlds and order, I'm not kidding, a limited edition pavlova with grilled peaches, lemon curd pav and pecan bacon and maple syrup toffee brittle from the pav queen in Elfington. Give that a crack. Well, that's it from me. There's still time to jump online and order your feed for the weekend. Check out what your local favourite restaurants are doing and support them if you can. Email me anytime, relish at 3mp.com.au with feedback tips or your own food news. This has been Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Diamond Celebrations, Food for All Occasions and Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Listen in next Saturday at 8am or download the 3MP app. Easy music, 3MP.